Good morning, good morning. God, we thank you for waking us up this day. We give this day over to you. In Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in a secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. God, we go into that secret place right now. We're not focused on being seen and heard. Who's listening and who's watching. All we care is that we know you are listening. You are watching. We give you our mind today, God. That we keep our thoughts on you. That we keep steadfast. We keep being patient. We keep enduring. We keep persevering. We keep allowing patience to have its perfect work so we can be blessed and entirely wanting nothing. We give our ways over to you today, God. That your ways be seen in us. That your ways be heard in us. That it manifests in and through every area of our life, God. We're not focused on what man think. We're not focused on what man is saying. We're not focused on what man is doing. Because greater is our God. We are examples in this earth or representing heavenly hopes. We don't walk in doubt and confusion, sickness, anger, brokenness, bitterness, retaliation, unforgiveness, and lust. But we walk in love, God, unto you. We thank you so much for manifesting yourself in and through our life. We thank you for the comforter, Holy Spirit, who comforts us all the day long, even when we feel discomfort, for sudden tragedies, or sudden things that's taking place. We thank you, God, for lifting up our heads. We want to hang our heads low. We thank you, God, for strengthening us, preparing us for such a time as this. Keeping us in the area of patience so patience can have a perfect work. So we can be blessed and entirely wanting nothing. Sometimes we want to move. But God, we stand and we stand still according to your word and what you're currently saying. We not just live by what you said and what you said alone, but we live by what you're saying as well. You are always talking. Therefore, we pray that we begin to hear even more from you. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior. Because of his righteousness, because of his obedience to his assignment, we're here today openly praying being restored back to you, God. Our Father. Abba, our Father. We love you so much. We thank you so much. When errors in our life seemed like it was dead, it was unprosperous, it wouldn't be fruitful. You restored it, you recounseled it back to you, God. You reconciled us, God. And we thank you for it. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. 
We know you love us. We know you care about us. We lift up those who feel like you don't care about them and that you don't love them and that you have forsaken them because it is a lie. We breathe your love on all humanity. For those who forgot that you care, for those who forgot that you're there, for those who are walking around trouble, weighed down with the issues of life, we speak to every pain and we command every burden to be removed off of every person's back right now who's weighed down. Burden free now in the name of Jesus. That you live this earth yoke easy and burden light in the name of Jesus. No more sleepless nights for your sleep will be sweet from this day forward in the name of Jesus. No more lack. You will stand in position from this day forward in the name of Jesus. We're taking over territories. We're walking by faith and not by sight. We're in agreement with you, God. We agree with every word that proceeds out of your mouth. And we disagree with every lie spoken over our life right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that no one get caught up in the season naturally and worried about Christmas and how they're going to buy this for this family and how are their kids going to get this and I don't have enough money for this and all these troubled hearts that you're hearing unto your ears, God. We release your peace right now. Allow us to continue to remember the reason for this season. It's about love. You so love us that all this came to pass to bring us back to you. To continue to have a relationship with your children. We are your children. I pray no one is worried about finances. That they reach into their heavenly account, God. For those who don't have a good heart and their heart and their motives are wrong, I come against those negative thoughts right now. Satan, get your hands off. Iron sharpens iron and every joint supply. So I lift up every neighbor as well as myself. That we continue to stand. We continue to be aware. Continue to see, hear, and understand the word of God. Then we continue to be hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Not walking around being seen and heard, wanting to be seen and heard, but being seen and heard through God's exhaustion and not that of ourselves. God, we pray for those who are, who are currently homeless. Don't have nowhere to go. And it's cold outside. Provide them with the resources. To place them somewhere where it's nice and warm. And with warm food to eat. I pray that those who have. The opportunity to bless someone. That they begin to bless people. And not walk away from them. Because what they do unto man. They have done unto you. Angels, we thank you so much for being here. We enjoy your presence. Seeing what's taking place in your presence. Seeing that you're always moving. 
It's so important to acknowledge the angels that are beside you. They're walking with you daily until their assignment is over. And then when you begin to get elevated, a new dispatch of angels come into your life. If you can look for a second and see in your spiritual eyes in the spiritual realm what your angels are currently doing on your behalf on a day-to-day basis, my God. Tap into the supernatural. It belongs to you. It's a part of you. That's where you're from. You're not from this earth. You live on this earth. You are from the kingdom of God. If you don't know what else to say, say, I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. We give you our emotions today, God. Some things that we want to take place. And it's in your timing. And we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it even coming to pass. We thank you, God, for never giving up on us. When times you want to give up on ourselves, you came in the midst and you comforted us. You helped us. You loved on us. And you're still doing and you will forever do. I pray for those who don't feel strong enough to complete their assignment. If they have to come and leech on someone else to carry off their assignment. When that is definitely not going to take place. Because no one could walk in no one's shoes. We thank you God. We release your strength upon them right now. That they begin to listen to you and listen to your instructions on how to walk and carry out their assignment. And that we support them. We strengthen them. We lift them up. We thank you, God, that we're not focused on what nobody else is doing and uh, pointing fingers at anybody else's mistakes in their life. We begin to look at ourselves, evaluate ourselves on a day-to-day basis and stop trying to look at someone else's faults. We look into ourselves. That you get all the glory, you get all the honor, and you get all the praise. I pray for those right now who's worried For nothing. Because you, God, are our provider. You're the one who provides. You are responsible for taking care of us. And many don't know that. Many have forgotten that. I pray they begin to remember how much you really care for us. How much you really are there for us. For those who are feeling lonely, allow them to see they have all of heaven surrounding them, Lord God. And I pray for those who coming to me with a negative motive. Allow their motives to become right. Allow me to be a blessing upon their life. To release what you have for them in their life. The words for this season in and through their life. And let them also remember when they come to me, they better come correct. Because I'm aware in the name of Jesus. 
I come against people who want to take advantage of people because they love more. Wisdom, show forth. Wisdom, show out. Understanding, come forth and show out in every area of their life. That whoever the enemy try to use to come up against them with any kind of malicious act, undisguised and all, that they be revealed. People want to mark God all the time. I had, a, I had a woman who came to me, a co-worker at the time, and God began to, she wanted to know what she was called to do so bad, she, so much. Like, what am I called to do? And God told me what she was called to do, and I said it to her. And then she called her mother. I said, that's why you want so much attention. That's why you're into so much glamour, because you're called to be a reporter. Your report was taking place in the community. And she said, that goes good with my personality. She called her mother, and she said, Mom, my mother only know what, I'm, what I was called to do, and she never told me. She said, Mom, what am I called to do? She said, ah, okay, you asked me so much, let me just tell you. A reporter. She said, oh my God, she just told me that. She said, who? My coworker. Well, believe her, because she's got to be a woman of God. And then all of a sudden, she said, I want you to meet my mom. See, this person was the type of person who wants to keep testing the power of God. They kept testing my walk with God. Okay, she power in this area, she power in this area. Let's see about this area. And I and I can see. I saw right through that. And God said, just go ahead, continue on. Continue on without even allowing her to know you are aware. I said, okay, fine, God. So I want you to meet my mother. I said, okay. But her motive was wrong. Her motive was wrong. So when I met her mother immediately, I said, Your mother is a witch. She said, how did you know that? See, what she did was she had her mother walk past me without telling me that was her mother to see if I can identify the spirit that's within her mother. See, God knows everything. Spirit, Holy Spirit knows everything. So when her mother walked past me without her thinking, I don't know that's her mother. Hallelujah. I said, that's your mother. She said, how do you know? I said, that's your mother and your mother is a witch. She said, oh my gosh. Yes, she is. Every time somebody does something wrong to me or my sisters or anybody in my family, she goes at home and she chants and she says destruction, destruction, and it happens upon people. See how God works. God will never leave you without. He will never send you nowhere and you're not being equipped to go. That's why it's so important to seek God. Don't just up and take it amongst yourself because it seemed good to do it. You got to know it's going to work out for your good by being graced to go and do it. Hallelujah. So when I called her mother out on what she does, her mother couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And then she tests me again. She said, okay, let's see if she can identify a demon. This person just kept testing God. She said, let me see if she can identify a demon. Let's bring her to the house. So they brought me to this house. God told me, when you go there, there's going to be a demon there. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> What's going on here? Do you want me to go? Because I don't want to go. I said, go. I said, oh, my Lord. <laughs> you want me to go? <laughs> go into the presence of a demon. Okay, fine. So when I went into the house... <laughs> What they did was they held her hand and they all walked in together like I wouldn't identify it. 
But the way how this demon looked on the inside of her, oh my goodness. It's nothing you, uh, I cannot describe. The terror that was all around this person. The turmoil was all around this person. The demon looked right at me. And my first response was, whoa. <laughs> I didn't go, I didn't, you never know what your reaction may be. I'm trying to tell you. My first reaction was, whoa. <laughs> what in the world? And they said, oh, she noticed. She noticed. Oh, she's, they, they never, they never tempt me or tested God after that. It's like, that's it. That's it. She, she, she knows. She knows. She's aware. She's aware. She's real. She's real. It was like, she's real. When you're bulking bold with God, all that to say this, when you're saying, yes, God, to send you places where God wants to send you, and you're not talking yourself out of it because you're so hungry for the things of God and knowing that God loves people so much that you want to go anywhere and do anything, and you be obedient, just say, yes, God, and go, the more doors he opened up in you through your life. On my trip to Africa, it was, oh, my goodness. I'm just sharing with you guys because some people come to me saying how to do this, how can you do that, or how to do this. All you got to do is just spend time with God. And when he begins to reveal to you different things, just submit to it. He may show you a country. He may show you a state. That don't mean that he's telling you to go. Begin to pray for that country. Pray for that nation. And then God begin to give you more revelation into why he's having you pray for them. See, what God is doing now is he's putting me in, he's giving me dreams, putting me in the, per, the, the person's shoes that he want me to pray for. So it's like I'm currently in their shoes, like I'm playing their character in the dream. So God allowed me to be able to feel how they're feeling, see what they're seeing, their emotions, their hearts, what they're thinking, all of that. And so I know exactly what to pinpoint when it's time to pray. But some of these situations, oh, it wakes me up. And sometimes I cry. I, I just can't. I, sometimes it'd be a little heavy where God had to, he had to lighten it up a little bit. It was, a, it was starting to become to be a, a bit much for me. Because to be in someone's shoes that's going through, oh my, if you can imagine what people are going through, you have no idea. Anything bad you could think of is taking place. And people's lives. And God began to show me and show me. And so many celebrities he's put me in, in, in their character. Put me in their shoes for that specific moment in time and what to pray for. Because they have money and influence doesn't mean they have God. And without God, you don't have love. God is love. God would tell you to do certain things. Don't say no. Yield yourself over to it. I'm so grateful. I thought it was it for my life. I thought I, went, I thought I messed up too much. I thought I went too far. But God, he cares about us so much. He turned me back around and given me exactly what belongs to me. He restored it back to me. And for that, I'm forever grateful and thankful. Just think of the things that you probably turned away from. Think of, my God, 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 hallelujah, 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 thank you. Think about 
Your presence is sometimes God show up in the room and you forgot what you're saying because you're so caught up in his presence. Hallelujah, God. Whatever you want to do, do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. God. <laughs> oh, I release this atmosphere to everyone. I do not want anyone to go around, walk on this earth thinking they cannot have an encounter with God. Don't look at no one else's encounter and say, oh, that looks and sounds so good. He has the same thing even more for you. Go. Spend time with them. Now. Thanking him. Thank him. Praise him. And then I had some people that no names mentioned. People, people that you know for a long time, or people, this just be flat out real. You'll have some family members and friends, people who you know, who walk with God for a long time. And then here you come. Out of nowhere in your walk with God. And God begin to elevate you much higher. And some of them cannot take it. Who is this person? God elevated this high. And yet I've been with him all this time. And I'm still where I am. Because they're lacking one thing. Love. Love draws you to him. Love causes you to say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, love causes you to say, oh God, thou art my God. Early do I seek thee. My soul longs for thee. Love causes you to say words like, Lord, I give up. Take over. Love calls you to say, Lord, forgive me for my foolish ways. I do this, I done that, Lord, fix it. Love calls you to go to God and say, God, uproot these things in me, these generational curses. They've been passed down from generation to generation in my family and my bloodline. Love causes you to say, God, I don't care about anything else but you. I don't care about what you're able to do in my life. I just want you. Love causes you to turn down material gain to receive spiritual wealth. Love causes you to stand. Love upholds you. Love releases you to go release more of it. Love is clearly seen. Love is heard. Love is exposed. So if you have that, you will be exposed. People will see you, hear you, be drawn to you because they know you have love. That's all I had. Love. I found myself a couple of years ago, people that God was using me to bless and bring home back to his kingdom. On the trains, I was preaching. But let me just say, minister the love of God. 
And so many people invite me to their homes. And God, God said, go ahead, go. And I'll never forget this lady. <laughs> She's on her way home to kill herself. I told you guys this before, if I'm not mistaken. But overdosing on some pills. And she invited me to her home. She said, I'm going to fix your, I'm going to fix you. Do you eat steak? I said, yeah, I do. She said, I'm going to fix you the best steak in the world. Girl, I'm going to hook you up. I said, okay, okay. And when I walked in her house, I was like, wow. And when she fixed me the meal, oh my gosh, she was right. It was like the best steak I ever had in my life. <laughs> she started talking to me about God. I started eating like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and make a long story short, I was invited to someone else's home. And she wanted to just, just give me, give me. I said, no, freely it was given to me. I'm going to freely give. You owe me nothing. She said, okay. I thought I owed you. I said, you don't owe me nothing. She wanted to go take me to buy this and buy that. Wealthy people. God took me to some wealthy home. I'm trying to tell you. And so I went home and I looked at my home and I said, oh, God, come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, God. See, I got out. See, I started thinking naturally for a second. I mean, I'm human. I'm just releasing to you. I said, God. These people's homes are mad. Come on. <laughs> I said, I'm not mad about, I'm honored for what I have. But, God, look at their homes. Look at the size. God said to me, you didn't ask me for a big house first. You didn't ask me for all these fancy cars and the latest electronics and material you gained first. You didn't ask me those things first. You told me that you asked me to show you what it's like to walk in love. To show you what it's like to stand when you want to fall. You told me to show you what it's like to walk in my name. To believe in who I am. To spend time with me and to show you how it is to believe what it is to believe in my word. To be who you are on the earth. To be as I am on the earth. That's what you asked of me. You asked me for the spiritual things first. And then he said, wise decision. And you know, he always, he always put us in a place where we'd be like, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Forgive me. You're right. I ain't know it was like that. Okay. Hallelujah. Now that you have those spiritual things, now you can be able to receive the natural things and they will forever prosper. See, people with money without wisdom don't keep it. Because their mind and their focus is not in the right direction. Hallelujah. Stop focusing on money. Stop focusing on how I'm going to carry this mission. How I'm going to go forth with God. How I'm going to do what God called me to do. And let me release to you. There is a difference between preaching and pastoring. There's a difference. We are all called to preach the gospel in different ways of our giftings. Whether it's through song, dance, cooking, or whatever, doing hair, being a designer, or whatever, a doctor, a lawyer, it's unto God to bless someone else. Preaching is nothing but releasing God's love. That's all it is. Through his word. That's all. They don't mean everybody has to go out there and speak, speak, speak. Upon this country, this land, this city, this town, this nation. Everyone's not called to do that. 
See, when I was a teenager, I thought that everyone was, you know, could feel what they felt. We all felt the same way. And I was like, wait a second. Obviously, we must don't. (laughs) Sometimes you see something, someone else don't see it. And you got to be careful because it could cause you to be frustrated. Because a lot of times it frustrated me. When I can see something someone else don't see, we look at the same exact thing. You don't see that? No. You don't see that person's motive? No. You don't see... Sit down. (laughs) Hallelujah. See, sometimes... When you're so aware of what's going on and a person around you, you assume that they are and they're not. We got to be careful because we can get frustrated and so easily angered. Prophets are very easy, not easily angered, but they don't take their assignment and they walk in their awareness with God lightly because they've been exposed to God exposed a lot of things unto them and their time with God. Listen to what I'm saying. Hallelujah. And what you see, somebody else don't see, and it could cause you, like, for another thing, another trait of a prophet is they don't have a high tolerance of keep saying the same things over and over again to the same person about the same thing. Evangelists traveling around the world to release God's good news. Just because you're doing something doesn't mean that exactly that's you have that off that that office. You have that 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 title. That could be just in your heart to go and, and preach and, and go and release. But when God begins to anoint you, that's a difference. You can want to go and preach all the day long because it's a good thing to do. But if you have not been anointed. See, you don't grow into the anointing. You already have been anointed. He just elevates you in your anointing. Take you up higher in your calling. By placing different crowns. For different seasons, different mantles of higher power. See, I know because it happened to me. God told me, I want you to study the characteristics of a prophet. And he told me to study that when I began to be ashamed of how I was feeling and what I was called to do. God said, are you ashamed of me? I said, no. Are you ashamed what I called you to do? I didn't care about no freaking title. Who cares about a title? I just want to do what God called me to do. He said, study the characteristics of a prophet. And I studied it for months. And every time, every day and I was studying, I see something new. I see, some, I see myself and I broke down in the presence of God. I broke down. Because I walked around this earth thinking I was by myself. That I was too different to even be here. I feel like no one was on my level. 
The leaders, I will grow from them. But those who are around me, it's too many around me who don't understand what I understand or see what I see or hear what I hear straight from God. Experiences like Moses, Ezekiel, Elijah. Experiences. God might not have no bush burning, but he will call you somewhere to a place where he expose himself to you and you never be the same. He threw the mantle on my head in the moment that mantle fell upon my head. I began to be aware of what I was called to do. And the more I say, I don't even want to say, don't call me prophet nothing. Just call me by my first name. That's all I want. Whatever I'm doing, let me do it. And people begin to inbox me. Prophet this, prophet this, prophet this, prophet this, prophet this. I don't care about any of that. All I care about is being used by God. And then God told me, no, care about that. I understand your heart about it. But there's too many hearts that's not right because of it. But what I called you to do, that's what you do. That's who you are. That's why you want to, that's why you have such a hunger to come away with me all the time. That's a characteristic of what I called you to do. It's in you. When I show you things to come, so many people's lives were saved because of the word of God on time. Sometimes God showed me things so far ahead that I got to remember to come back to you. I'm too far in the future and people don't understand. People look at you like they don't know how to take you. They're like, I, I know it's from God, but I don't, I don't even know how to be in this person's presence. And you're walking around all day just see, sensing that. People don't know how to take being around you. Some people run away from you because they don't want their issues to be exposed. Not even knowing you're not going to expose them. You go to God about them. The same as you. Now I know where I belong and I'm not ashamed. It's time for people to stop taking their spiritual walk lightly. Don't want to live this earth just receiving some of God. Live this earth wanting to receive all of God. I can't say it enough. Hallelujah. God is so good. Heaven is real. And it still blows my mind today to know it do exist. (laughs) I'm like, man, this is real. It's not a game. Supernatural is real. 
angels are really here. Is that no myth? No once upon a time? No story the end? This is reality. It's here. And when God take you to these places, hallelujah, I see a room filled with a lot of chains. But you know what's so amazing about this vision God just showed me? It's like a dungeon. A lot of chains are being hung in, are being hanged. Being hung. But there's no people to attach to them. Hallelujah. That's called freedom. God just showed me so many people that who you and I, that he used, set so many people free. You're not even aware of how many people came to God because of the words he's putting you to say. Or because of the walk that you have. When God took me to Africa, many people was like, they asked me all the questions that they shouldn't even ask. Unnecessary things. I had family members ask me this and that. The focus was on the mission. I'm not going to no country to compare what I have of what you don't. Or what you have that I don't. I'm not here for that. And when I came there, they kept rubbing on my skin and putting their hands in my hair. It was like, you're better. I said, no, don't ever say that. We are all the same. We are children of God. Hallelujah. And then I begin to just my time in Africa. I'm trying to tell you about me being there by myself. Hallelujah. Every moment was very interesting. I had to stir myself up all the day long. Especially being in a hotel when people know that an American is there and I'm a woman and I'm by myself. I had a lot of protection, especially heaven's protection. Everywhere I went, people followed me. They had to let them know, give me space. When I went to uh, Switzerland, I didn't have a good experience in Switzerland at all. In fact, I told God I hated it. I didn't want to go back at all. God said, no, you're going back. I said, I don't even like the food. I don't like none of it. God said, go back. I said, well, show me, show me how to like it then. Because obviously you love, you love the people. You love it. I want to love what you love. And I want to hate what you hate. Hallelujah. We all grow. We grow, we grow, we grow, we grow. And where else God took me? Missouri, I was in yeah, Amsterdam, Turkey. Oh, Turkey was beautiful. The people were so nice. I, I made a mistake in, what was it, Amsterdam? I made a mistake in Amsterdam. I was riding, they have a, um, a train inside of their airport. And in the train, they played their national anthem. And their national anthem was nothing but animal sounds. So it was like, move, bad, all kinds of animal sounds. And I bust out and laughed. I couldn't help, I laughed. And the people looked at me like, how dare you laugh? I felt, oh my, that's an ultimate no-no. Do not laugh at no one else's culture. And no matter how funny it seemed or is, I didn't expect they, they, 
they are national anthem of be animal sounds. I'm thinking of the song Old McDonald had a farm. Hallelujah. I could ask, oh man, I felt so bad. They looked at me like, get off the train. Get I was like, hallelujah, Lord help me. I'm so sorry. I learned the lesson. <laughs> so next time when I go, I'm going to join in with them animals. Hallelujah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'd say that to tell you, do not mark no one else's culture. Hallelujah. They might want to pick up some snakes, all kinds of stuff. You, man, I'm just saying. You never know. God taking you places you've never been to expose his love where it's never gone. Hallelujah. That's why I just want you guys to know that everything is okay. God is so good. He's so faithful at what he does. Today, God just, he's showing me Ruby. It's not even my birthstone, God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love him. He's always up to something. You got so many gems in heaven. So many gems in heaven. I, I'm going to study the significance of a ruby because I never get a, I forgot what celebrity it was. It was a gospel artist who came to our church and he was showing us how to sing a song prophetically. And guess what? I a lot of things, a lot of times I missed the opportunity because I didn't want to speak. Or say anything that God was telling me to say. So many times God tells us to say something and we don't say it. And then you wish you did because it comes up that it was beneficial to you having to say it for that specific time, for that specific person, or that situation. And God put a ruby on this person's head and I and God said, tell him what I'm doing. And I was like, no, not in front of everybody. And I didn't say anything. Who knows what that had meant to him if I would have said that. So many other times that God tells us to say things that we don't say or do things we don't do because we're afraid of what the reaction may be. It's always a positive reaction, trust me. God told me, you know you have the power to heal. We all have been given that. So I, I pray healing over people all the time. Some people I touch, but God said, when I put that urge in your heart, not just to pray, but to touch, do it. I don't care where they are, who they are, where you at, do it. Do it. And when we touch and, and release God's healing upon people, don't focus on whether it be done or not. Be only believe. Believe that it's coming to pass. Believe that it's already done. Hallelujah. That's my time for now. I love you guys so much. Enjoy your day. And know that, and remember, continue to remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Enjoy your day with favor. God is doing something new in your life today. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. He's releasing new information, new instructions on for you, what to do and how to do it and when to do it. Wow. That's the important part, when. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Get excited for what God is doing. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy your day.